Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Come on. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. We're in a groove, you know. I think a lot of us, a lot of the offense comes instinctively, defensively. You know, I think it's it's the same. You know, we a lot of times in the beginning of the year we had to communicate a lot. Now it's kind of just like you know, if we make a mistake, one person has each other's back, and you know, we're just flowing. You know, I don't think a lot of it's uh, a lot of it's not called. A lot of it's just just natural instinct and taking over. Donovan Mitchell talking about all the stuff going right during the ten game win streak. You're shaking your head, PK. Nah, I didn't watch the game. You didn't watch the game? You watch all the games. The Democratic the debates? What are you thinking? What's more important, buddy? Where's your priorities? My, I've got to figure out which one of those I'm going to vote for. Right now, I'm going with my favorite minority candidate, Elizabeth Warren. Favorite minority candidate. Till the love runs out. I'm in a groove. You in a groove? Are you in a groove? Nope. You in a groove, Yawk? Sure. Yeah, two I'm out of three. Well, obviously. You're going to get your groove thing going, man. Jazz, See, they got their groove thing going. They rolling. Joe Ingles had his groove thing going. Oh, he's just a combat player. Just trying to, you know, whatever. Just Golly make a play. G. Golly hey, gee. I'm, I'm sick of that, Joe. <laughs> and in one hour, I'm going to tell you face to face. Joe Ingles at 8 o'clock this morning. Coming <laughs> off, I always ask him, Win the game, have a big game before you come on, it's easier to joke around. He goes for 27, and the Jazz win their 10th in a row. Really, the only thing went wrong is he had a three late in the game for 30, and he missed it. Well, that would have been forced. Had to take it. I think it was shot clock or something. It was not a, he wasn't set. But at that point, you're 6 or 7, why not? Yeah. <laughs> he got, check. Got the game in the bag. They did. It was done. Done and dusted. Donovan Mitchell had 25, and how about Rudy. Oh, I like Locke now. He obviously was listening. I Sunday night on television, I broke the news. He's an MVP candidate. Locke's right on board. Yeah. Th- two days later, <laughs> I know that dog. Always paying attention to what I say. He clearly is an MVP candidate. 22 points, 18 rebounds. That'll get your attention. And his stats are a fraction of what he does. Right. Of the story. The intimidation factor. The prevention factor. He's the ultimate birth control. He's basket control. Jazz are off today. The big prophylactic. They're in New Orleans tomorrow. (laughs) The big prophylactic. He prevents scoring. Now, Jack's, Jack's going to sue you. And if we hear Locke use that one on tomorrow's broadcast, we'll know he he's really listening. He prevents scoring. Booner just starts coughing and hacking up a lung on the I air. haven't seen exactly. anybody. What did you say? Since certainly around here, since Mark Eaton, who prevents scoring the way he prevents scoring. Ostertag did it at times. Not like this. No, I'd agree. Not like this. But I saw a guy not dribble even through the lane. Not even close. Dribble through the lane on him. And it's not even well, close. I think, the, I think the difference is what Rudy's asked to do because the game has changed so much since those two played. And that you got to go defend pick and rolls. you got to go defend three-point shooters. You're beyond the free throw line. You're beyond the three-point arc. And you got to get back and protect the rim, too. Well, the thing with Ostertag is you have a good game, and then you go a couple of weeks. Why can't you have any consistency? I don't know, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, that's a spot on. 100%. PK for the win. 
All right, the Jazz off today. Nolens tomorrow expecting, waiting for, thinking we will see Zion Williamson making his regular season. Good. Let him go. Let him try to go to the hoop against the National Park. I will show you, Zion. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Leonard will try a straightaway three ball, and he buries it. Kawhi Leonard is feeling himself in this first half. Four of five from distance. The claw has 20. It is it back to Leonard on the left wing. He drives left, elevates, and slams it home. Cocked it back with the right hand and punished the rim. Here's Kawhi. He'll rise for a straightaway three and book it. Kawhi Leonard with 43 points. He's got six triples. That's where he finished, 43 points, and the Clippers beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 128 to 103. Great news. Because? Let him go off with all those threes against the uh, Cavaliers. He didn't need it. Face a better team, he won't be as hot. Maybe they lose. Build some more distance between us and them. Jazz built a little distance between themselves and the Rockets. Houston got beat by the Memphis Grizzlies 121-110. Well, Memphis got a little win streak going. Nothing compared to the Jazz. Six. Ten in a row, but they got six. Westbrook didn't play. He did not. He took the night off. I think they got their playing tonight. And James Harden uh, had a bunch of points, but was uh, pretty inefficient. He did not have it going on. Not one of his better nights, even though he ended up with, uh, with a big stat line and 41 points. He did it on 13 of 37 shooting, which is... Not good. Do you think a woman can get in the White House? <laughs> you did watch that debate. Or did you just follow it on Twitter and pick up the highlights? I'm a concerned citizen, brother. These are my people. we got to get him out of office. You'll be in here wearing a MAGA hat tomorrow, and then you'll flip-flop again the next day. Yuck, am I right? A MAGA? I'm walking tomorrow with Trump in 45. Amaga, Blazers and Rockets tonight. Mega. ESPN, 730. That's the big game. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Is Tua Tungvaluwa college footballer pro now? His oh. rehab's going well. Expected to work out for uh, NFL scouts ahead of the draft, according him. to That's his important. agent. Yeah. Uh, expected to be in a 40-minute throwing session for scouts. Don't know when that will be. I haven't set a date, but he can get out there and throw it for 40 minutes. And but not 30? No. Go that extra 10, huh? Extra 10. Not 45? Show, show how fit he is. Scouts well, have a plane to catch. They can't stick around for 45. He needs to make money. I don't know what his fi- family financial situation is, but it's probably not as good as it's going to get. And so this is serious stuff. When money's on the line, once you introduce money into anything... The fun and games, they stop. Fun and games slipping away. All about the cash. Baylor, who's going to be the coach? They lost the coach to the NFL. Rule went to Carolina. Virginia Tech coach Justin Fuente, one of the favorites. Joey McGuire, the interim also. And in a move that could impact the Aggies and the Cougars, Boise State's coach Brian Harson. his name reportedly on the list. He's had a nice run up there, and he's uh, he's been there long enough. He's passed the time that it was Chris Peterson players. Coming off a conference championship, I think a 12-win season. Yeah, I guess the difference is he played there, but Matt Wells showed that didn't matter when the cash was there. 
And Matt was looking to get out the first chance he had. That was well-known last year. And so he took one that you can argue is far less prestigious than Baylor. Oh, absolutely. Penn State back in the news. A federal lawsuit from a former player, Isaiah Humphreys, alleging he was hazed. Coaching staff was aware of the hazing and didn't protect him. Yeah, obviously with the Sandusky thing and you were going to Sandusky you and all that stuff. I mean, that's just nasty given the most recent history, which was even extremely much more nasty. That's just his heads will roll if this stuff is true, I guess. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. It's never the right time to step away, but now is the right time for me, and it's a tough decision. I've thought about it a lot, and I think now is 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 the right chance for me to to move on. For me, now is the right opportunity to to move in a different direction. And you know, there's only one way to play this game since I was a little kid is is to play fast and play physical and play strong. And at this point, I don't know if I'm able to do that anymore. That is Carolina Panthers All-Pro linebacker Luke. Coakley there announcing his retirement at the age of 28. Eight years in the NFL. Pro bowler, all pro, shutting it down before the age of 30. That's a little little unusual, but we're seeing a little more of it. Partly, I think people are aware of their, the impact on their long-term health, and they're making a lot more money than they used to, too. So maybe he figures he's already got a pile of money, and he can hit it. Fine. Charger tight end Antonio Gates announcing his retirement on social media yesterday. So he's all done. He's up there, though. And LSU, what an awesome season. They're losing the quarterback. They're losing their passing game coordinator, Joe Brady, who helped engineer the Tigers' record-breaking season, is headed to Carolina to become the Panthers' offensive coordinator under Matt Rule. So Joe Brady getting a big old pay raise. I think NFL coordinator, he'd be doing great. At 30 years old, no less. Yeah. They had shots of him during the title game. You can see he's a young guy. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. It's getting frustrating, man, to sit here and, and know that, you know, late in my career, I probably could have had a title, you know, maybe 17 or maybe 18. Um, but, you know, we, we got cheated, you know, out of, out of you know, a team kind of doing something that, that's not within the rules of the game. It's, that's CeCe Sabathia right there on the Yankees being cheated out of a title. Could they have come out of the American League and won the World Series? The Dodgers have to be thinking that. And there's been a lot of reaction to the whole sign-stealing, video, cheating. And some people thought the Astros really got hit hard, but there were plenty of, uh, quotes, players thinking, well, the players got away with it. I mean, yeah, the organization took a hit, but some players did get away with it. Yeah. In fact, they not only got away with it, they profited some of them immensely because of it. Hit some more home runs, drove in some more runs, well, scored some more got, runs, got some oh, stats, right. and got paid. Yeah. yeah. And what they did, and now Core's out at Boston, so uh, it's, it's, it's getting nastier. Uh, I do have a little bit of a problem with that because with Sabathia, what he's saying, because he did win World Series. And how do I know every single guy, every single day, stayed within the rules? Do I know that? No. So that's what I put. What's acceptable form of cheating? I put it on Facebook. There was a bunch of responses. What 
because once we go down this road, this is awful. No man is above the law. All right. Great. Then we got to enforce all laws. We just can't pick and choose which laws we want. So if there are people who come into the country illegally, well, that's against the law. Well, if no man is above the law, then why aren't we prosecuting that? I mean, once you go down that road, you've got to introduce all of them. So how do I know that nobody on the Yankees, when they were doing their thing, every single player was doing was doing nothing, absolutely nothing, that was against the rules? You know, I can't guarantee that. Home runs are up. Records are being smashed. And so some guys are having big years, but are some guys using something that can't be tested for? You know, as long as baseball isn't testing for blood doping, there's going to be suspicions. Now, I've got no problem what they did with these uh, with these guys, and these guys are losing their jobs. That's fine. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do that. Just let a free-for-all because, well, we can't control cheating one way or the other completely and eliminated it, so let's just look the other way on everything. I'm not saying that either. But I don't know that we can go and say, wow, I should have done this because they did that. Well, wait a second. About somebody over here was like, wait a second. Your guy did this, so I should have done that. Before you know, you got the uh, Salt Lake Bees winning the World Series. <laughs> you know, it's the comparative score thing that you just go and, you know, somebody, uh, you know, Appalachian State is the one that tie. You know how they do that sometimes? So you start doing that. I just, I think you have to learn from it and uh, and go on. But I don't know that you can just start rewriting everything and, well, what if this and that. Sure, it does appear that you got screwed in that way. And Clayton Kershaw's taking all sorts of abuse as the biggest postseason choker relative to his talent. Right. In a regular season. Well, and maybe, he had, maybe he had figured it out, beaten the curse, and was ready to be the champion and be carted off the field, yeah. and the Astros cheated him out of it. Except, how do I know somebody in the Dodgers wasn't cheating somewhere along the line? Ah, they took a two-to-one lead because they got one guy juicing, and (laughs) or maybe in the regular season that got him in that position. I don't know. He's making stuff up, but who knows? So you think all technology gets shut down? Is that going to be the answer here? No iPads in the dugout, and no replay monitors down there for them. Just nothing. You get you get no technology. What do you do on the uh, the actual replays that they use in the game? For umpire calls. So that room can't be in either dugout, and they say they'll station someone from Major League Baseball in the room. Oh. Oh, so we'll have like Woody Dixon there? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. How do we know? Essentially, you'd have. How do we know the mob doesn't get to him? Essentially, you'd have like a fifth umpire. I don't know if he'd actually be an umpire, but it'd be something like that. You know, the umpire and crew doesn't belong to either team. They've already got like seven on the field, so why not? Yeah, I love watching games, and then you look at the manager, and he starts putting both hands to his ears. That's the new thing now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they want to review it. Uh, And the NBA is twirl your finger. I think they're going to try to clean it up as much as possible, and, and and hopefully they. They do that because you. there's maybe, maybe 10 pitchers in the league that could succeed if the batter knew exactly what was coming. I mean, these guys are really good. And so if they know what's coming, they're going to tee off on you more often than not, I would think. A high percentage of more often if than they, not. If they know fastball breaking, that, yeah. that alone. Right. So that's what I'm saying. There's maybe 10 pitchers in the league that if yeah, you I was, know what I'm going to throw, I, was gonna I take, can still get you out consistently. I was going to take under 10. Well, I went maybe. Yeah. 
So when I said threw the word maybe in there, we're on the same page. So you could just say, yeah, you didn't have to tell me what you thought because maybe we were five, thinking. Oh, maybe you know, you zero. Five. Zero, huh? Nobody? Because Clayton Kershaw is the kind of dominant guy that I think would get it done. I mean, the best pitchers, as you've pointed out a million times, are the guys who make the best teams, those best starting pitchers. And the best starting pitchers on the elite teams were losing to the Astros. So, now I guess the Astros didn't sweep every series. So, yeah, they knew it was coming. They still got beat. But maybe it's because, you know, their pitcher gave up eight runs. I'd have to go back and look at the scores. Did somebody beat them one to nothing even though they knew what was coming? Because then you're right. Then there's a guy who is so awesome, they know what's coming, and he still beat them one to nothing. In his prime a few years back, Madison Bumgarner, here, you want to know what's coming? I'll believe you tell you what's coming. <laughs> And then I'm throwing should, a fastball. If you should get a hit, if you do anything except put your head down and run as fast as you can, I'm going to go beat you up. All right, well, more to come. How long do you think uh, Alex Cora is out of work? What's his next job in baseball? Or is uh, he doing something else? I think most of these guys would be out a year. And then back in, do a mea culpa and... Especially if you come out and say you're sorry. Yeah, I think that was part of Pete Rose's spiel. He didn't. And, and then you right. got Clemens and Bonds, whereas you got McGuire, who basically apologized. Yep. Andy Pettit said, I did it. Those guys were welcomed back, and they can do whatever. And I, would would Rose be in this situation if he just said, you know, I had an addiction. I screwed up. I'm sorry. He said he fought it every step of the way until... You know, years later. He was quoted yesterday. Well, what are you going to do to these players? Yeah, and he still is. Awkward. He's got a point, but nobody wants to hear it from him. (laughs) Yeah, I I actually don't have any problem with what he's saying. I mean, he he broke the rules. There's no doubt about it. He broke the integrity of the game. And he's paying, paying, as far as Hall of Fame, he's paying the ultimate price. And and some some, some others are paying the ultimate price, too, as far as the Hall of Fame so far. Seems more clear with Rose. Will Bonds and Clemens get in at some point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's others besides those two. Then there's there's plenty of others actually. I mean, McGuire, Palmyro, Sosa, Duffy Dyer, catcher for the Mets. Man, they had a really good staff back in the day. Went to Cortez High School, Phoenix, Arizona, same high school as Alice Cooper. My wife taught freshman basketball, caught, coached freshman basketball there. Way back when, and there was one play I went to the game. There was a few seconds left in the quarter. She told the girls to roll the ball mm-hmm. so to save time. She told them to roll the ball. This literally happened. They rolled the ball. She never told anybody, well, pick, hey, pick it up and shoot it. It did not roll all the way. Ten players watched the ball roll all the way down the left <laughs> like a bowling ball. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> Any of you kids ever watch a basketball game in your life? Somebody pick it I'm up. Because I'm going with the answer, no. No, you don't. I was up in the stands roaring. <laughs> I had to hide my face. <laughs> <laughs> pulling the hoodie over your face. <laughs> All right, receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing. They're bringing you what is trending. Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, you put it up on Facebook last night, PK. Two all-stars. What were we thinking? We didn't even, we didn't debate the right topic. We didn't ask the right question. We're guaranteed to get two. It's an absolute walk. 
So now three. It's a David Locke. All right, we'll get to that coming up. Joe Ingles at 8 o'clock. Pace Mannion, former Ute, former jazz player. His son, Nico, now playing for Arizona. The Utes getting ready to face the Wildcats. We'll talk with him at 9 o'clock. Pace used to do a show right here. We used to do crosstalk with Pace back in the day. That'll oh, be, for sure, yeah. That'll I, be, I actually miss associating with him on a day-to-day yeah. basis. Funny guy. Yeah. Big-time basketball guy. We'll talk with Pace at 9. Joe Ingles coming up at 8 on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.